Welcome to the Managers Academy podcast by The People Mentor for managers and leaders who want to gain confidence and develop their skills. Happy listening. Hi, I'm Nicola from The People Mentor. In today's podcast, I want to talk about how to deliver bad news without upsetting the whole team. It's inevitable that as a manager, you'll have to deliver bad news occasionally. It's really important that when you have to deliver bad news that you do it well. Otherwise, it can create awkwardness, hurt feelings and other unwanted repercussions like low morale, anxiety and employees wanting to leave the business. And I always remember one occasion where I had to deliver the bad news that the office was closing and it felt really quite overwhelming at the thought of doing it. So let's start there. Let's look at some potential reasons you may need to deliver bad news to employees and how you absolutely shouldn't do it. Maybe you need to tell your team that there aren't going to be any promotions or pay rises. I've been there and that's really hard to contend with. Or that there'll be layoffs if the company is closing an office or branch. Or telling your team that they're underperforming. No manager relishes the idea of having to break news like this. And it's easy to get it wrong and do things like failing to explain why the situation is happening not taking people's feelings into consideration, downplaying the news or sugarcoating your message so that your team members don't really grasp how important it is. Breaking bad news via email instead of meeting with people face to face. You really should always communicate bad news face to face because this is when the personal touch is needed. If you're physically there, You have the chance to explain things in detail to people and offer support in ways you can't via email or video call. All of these things create anxiety and bad feeling and it will seem to your team members that you really don't care about them. So how do you avoid this situation and deliver bad news without upsetting the whole team? Try following these steps. First, Do your research and really prepare. Before you meet with your employee or team, get clear on the reason for the decision, who made the decision, any potential questions, concerns and objections, and have potential answers ready to resolve them. Preparing like this might help make the conversation you need to have feel less daunting. And that's really key as well, because Practicing and planning are the two components that help make sure that you understand the message that you're going to give. I can recall times where I was given messages and I wasn't really very clear what sat behind it. So I would always go back and ask and even challenge those decisions that had been made because then it helped you be informed and it helped you feel more confident in relaying the message. The next thing is practice. 
This is especially important if you're a new manager and you've not really had experience of delivering bad news. Rehearse that conversation and write down some key talking points. If you want to make it even more realistic, you can ask willing friends or family members to listen to the news and react in different ways. This will give you a chance to respond to people's different emotions and reactions. However, do remember there will always be an element of confidentiality in this. Another important thing to remember when you're delivering bad news is to get straight to the point. Let me be clear here. I don't mean be brutal. I mean avoid starting the conversation with small talk or anything else that distracts from the news you need to deliver. Lead with the news and be direct. Use clear, easy to understand language that explains exactly what people need to know. Don't be tempted to soften the blow. Be honest and give people the facts. Once you've shared the news, explain who or where the decision came from and why it was made. Then tell your team anything else they need to know that provides background or context. If you fail to give people the information they need, they jump to conclusions and it can come more like Chinese whispers. If you've made the decision, own that and explain your reasons. At this point, you might need to allow your employee or team the time to respond. People may be upset or angry. They may want to ask questions, but however they respond, they just want to be heard. So make sure you use active listening and you're respectful throughout. It is important to maintain your position as you deliver the news and people process it. But don't forget to care. Show empathy and sympathy as people react to and process the bad news. When you want to deliver bad news without upsetting the whole team, this is something you really can't afford to forget. Now, at some point, you're going to have to bring the conversation to a close and think about next steps. Now is the time to discuss how you and others move on from the delivery of the bad news. Work with your employee or team to come up with some specific steps or actions that can make things feel more hopeful or positive. For example, if there are going to be layoffs, you could outline support that either you or the company will provide to help people find new positions. Whatever the next steps and actions are, follow through and show people that you and the company genuinely do care about them. If you've had to deliver bad news to an employee or your team before, how did it go? If you think it could have gone better, my advice is don't beat yourself up about it. It's never easy and it does take practice. So with that in mind, let's look at a few bad news scenarios and how you might handle them. Scenario one, let's say that you have to tell a team member that they didn't get a promotion they applied for. This will obviously be disappointing for them. And if you don't handle this situation properly, they can end up feeling undervalued and overlooked 
which will affect their morale. Low morale spreads like wildfire in a team. So how would you handle this? I'd start by explaining that they haven't been chosen for the promotion, then explain why. Maybe the hiring panel chose someone with more experience and that it makes more sense for the team member to gain more experience before going for promotion. I'd ask if they had any questions and allow them time to respond. Then I'd say something like, let's discuss how you can gain some leadership experience in the year ahead. This will show them that you haven't flatly dismissed their hopes and chances of promotion and that you're offering support to help them grow and get there. Scenario two is one you may have already dealt with. You have to tell an employee that they've been underperforming. This can be a difficult conversation because it can cause tension and create an emotional or angry response from your team member. The important thing here is to not let any annoyance or frustration about their performance shape your approach to the conversation. Raising your voice or blaming your team member is only going to provoke a stronger reaction from them and nothing constructive will come of it. Remember that the reason you're having the conversation about their performance is so problems can be put right and your team member can get back on track. You want them to succeed. So instead of getting angry, provide constructive feedback, facts and honest observations. Coaching and support can be the key to improving things here. So make it clear that you're willing to work with them. If I was in this situation, I'd tell them what issues around their performance need to be addressed. Then I'd give them the facts and tell them what I'd seen. And then most importantly, I'd ask, can you help me understand what's going on? This then gives your team member the chance to tell you how they see things. So, for example, if they say they have trouble dividing their time between different tasks and there's too much on their plate, you can offer to help them get organised or put a system in place for managing their workflow better. Scenario three is probably the most difficult scenario to handle. And it's having to fire someone or tell your team that there are going to be layoffs. This can be the toughest situation in which you have to deliver bad news without upsetting the whole team. And that's really difficult. So how do you handle a situation like this well? Well, your approach should be direct but sensitive. Meet with a person or team. Thank them for the meeting and explain the decision that has been made and why. Show empathy, but stay professional. Your job is to hear people out, allow them to ask questions and express their emotions, and offer support or other resources to help people with the transition. In this situation, I'd start by saying something like, I've asked to meet you today because I have some really difficult news to share. Then I'd go on to explain what is happening and why, then allow time for people to respond and ask questions. 
I'd end by asking if there's any support I can offer them going forward. The final scenario is where an employee has put an idea forward, but you have to reject it. This will feel difficult if you're a manager who likes to encourage team members to share ideas. But if you want to avoid making your team member feeling despondent and rejected, you need to deliver this news well. I'd start by explaining exactly why their idea hasn't been taken on board. Maybe it's a lack of budget to implement it, or there are other practical reasons. Then I'd suggest that a no now doesn't necessarily mean that you won't revisit the idea further down the time. You can always consider whether there are some aspects of your team members' ideas that you could implement or whether there's an alternative that would work. And I've been party to this before. So really telling them that it doesn't necessarily mean it won't be revisited is a really good idea if it has potential. Hopefully looking at a few scenarios has been helpful. Before this episode of the People Mentor podcast comes to an end, I'd like to talk about another situation you might come across. Have you ever been in a situation where you have seen an issue on the horizon that could potentially impact your team really negatively? It's easy to fly into panic mode or agonise over how to deliver bad news without upsetting the whole team. In this scenario, I'd recommend giving a few key people in the team a heads up about what's coming. Say a few supervisors or people who you think have the knowledge and skills to solve the issues. You may well have to tell them it's confidential at this stage. And that's because you want to get it sorted before you share the messaging. This will help limit the impact on the rest of the team as well as control the flow of information to avoid gossiping and panic. Meet with a limited group of people you'll be initially sharing the bad news with and put a plan together to deal with the issues. You might do some scenario planning where you focus on the likely negative scenarios and come up with some viable solutions. Remember to keep people up to date as things unfold. And one of the good things I always think to do is when you've got a big situation or a big change is to formulate a communications plan and also a people impact plan. It really helps you understand the depth of what you need to do. There may come a time when it's appropriate to deliver bad news to the whole team at once in this case, particularly if everyone in the team has the knowledge and experience to deal with issues such as the one that's approaching. There really is something about getting everyone involved in making decisions and solving problems. You can imagine how much confident and in control your team members would feel if they had an active part in things, rather than just being told to prepare for bad news. So, Bad news has to be shared carefully and compassionately in all circumstances. If it's not, there can be a serious impact on overall team morale and motivation, as well as individuals' well-being. Delivering bad news is something that nobody looks forward to, 
but if you do it right, you can minimize the negative impact on everyone involved while demonstrating that you're a manager who really cares. And believe me, people will remember how you as their manager support them or not during difficult times. Do you want to be that manager who everyone sees as compassionate, effective, and a good decision maker and communicator? My new Managers Academy membership can help you get ahead, no matter where you are in your management journey. I call the membership a three-month roadmap to success, where every month you get invaluable tips, online videos, training, and templates, as well as monthly surgeries to talk about team issues, a monthly virtual training session, and access to an online community for support. I've spent over 33 years leading and managing teams. And when you sign up for this membership, you'll get some invaluable information and knowledge, as well as the benefit of my experience and my Chartered Management Institute insights. If you want to develop your leadership skills and get on the fast track to success, you can find out more about joining my Great Value membership and the amazing benefits that come with it at www.thepeoplementor.co.uk under the Managers Academy. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I really hope it's given you some food for thought. Until next time, this is The People Mentor signing off. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you need any help or advice, please contact Nicola on Nicola Richardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk. The People Mentor, driving your business forward through support for managers and leaders in small and medium-sized employers.